This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Okay, and it's another great welcome to a Women on Waves laughing out loud. That's right. We're putting together some segments of comedy so that you don't have to miss out, miss out while there's no Women on Waves on Joy. Mm-hmm. So, our next one that we're going to pick on is Kate Clinton, and she's been around for perhaps the longest of any of She was born on the 9th of November 1947 in Buffalo, New York, and she worked for eight years as an English school teacher. But then she began her stand-up career in 1981. Wow. That's a long time ago. It certainly is. Using her Catholic upbringing and lesbianism as a base for most of her jokes... And while her humour touches on those subjects, her routine is broadly political and cultural. With perhaps more than a touch of irony, Kate Clinton describes herself as a faith-based, tax-paying family entertainer. Well, there you go. This description is an indication of her wry humour because in the traditional definition of faith-based and family, she's anything but. Okay. Kate's comedy is hard-hitting, political, full of wordplay, double entendre and sexual innuendos. She's been a professional comedian now for over 30 years and has a large and loyal following. She's been featured at comedy festivals across North America and has released most of her comedic material on her nine CD collections. Nine? Including Lady Haha, right. Climate Change, which is the one that we're going to be featuring today. Okay. The Marrying Kind, Read These Lips, Comedy You Can Dance To, and Babes in Joyland. Whoa. So I thought that we'd play a couple of tracks from Climate Change in yep. this very special segment. Mm-hmm. And we're going to kick it off with a track called Guest Worker. So let's see how this goes. Let's see what she's got to say for herself. This is the last stop of my climate change tour. We actually had a contest, an online contest at kateclinton.com. I, I've got a website now. I don't know how I do it. No, I mean, I really don't know how I do it. A couple of cyberdykes, young kids, work. They call me and they say, did you get the link? I have no idea what they're talking about. I'm thinking Mod Squad, okay? No. Oh, granny. Oh. <laughs> but we have this online contest and we asked people to send in what they thought the tour should be called. And we'd like to thank the woman from North Dakota who thought the tour should be called Let's talk about vaginal dryness. (laughs) Look at the young women. They're looking at me like, well, that's not going to happen to me. Oh, yes, it is. 
Yes, it is. There will come a day when your Thanksgiving turkey is wetter than your vagina. Look at the men, they're like, la, 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 la. No, there will be that night when you reach for the KY and you get the Ben Gay. You're a very tender little crowd, aren't you? So we called the tour the Climate Change Tour. That's the, the one that won. And, uh, and it's not what I wanted to call the tour at all. I wanted to call the tour the I Told You So Tour. But my people, and it's just one. It's just... It's a big dyke from Staten Island. And she's like, you know what? You can't call it the I Told You So Tour because that just puts people off. It's mean, it's vindictive, and uh, it's not in keeping with your spiritual program. <laughs> She's been listening. It's true. I have been working on my spiritual condition because for the last seven years, I've been insane. And it's just not healthy, do you know? I just hate walking around like this. I've been doing everything. I read The Work. I read The Secret. I watched Wayne Dyer. I did Anger Management. And fuck that, it didn't work. It didn't work at all. I've been trying to be more spiritual, trying to... Mm. And actually, remember that terrible, uh, the tornado that was in Kansas this summer? Tornado in Kansas. What are the chances? Um, but I heard on NPR, they were interviewing this woman. Uh, she was 90 years old, and she had survived the tornado by going down in her basement. And they were talking to her, and they said, now, how did you do it? And it was Ella Mae Hargadine. I loved her. And she said, well, I was down in the basement, and I heard the storm coming, and I put my granddaughter's rocker on my head. It was like a helmet. And I said to Jesus, Jesus, if I get out of here alive... I promise I won't be a whiner. <laughs> Basically, that's my spiritual program. I <laughs> but it's not working, basically. I mean, I still have the bouts of the Bush Tourette syndrome. I mean, I see him and I still start screaming. Ah! Just screaming, veins blowing out of my neck. I, I put it on mute now to watch. And is it my imagination, or has that area between his eyebrows gotten bigger? And it's just like one unibrow all the way along, like a really big kind of scary caterpillar. It looks like it's gonna be a long nuclear winter. And it's actually, and I mean no insult to anyone with Tourette's, but the Tourette thing has actually metastasized. Almost anyone in the administration can set me off now. Alberto Gonzalez. It bugs me because he has no neck. Have you noticed that? Well, no spine. And he didn't remember anything. And they, no, I don't recall, don't recall. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, you know what, Google it. This is not the mind of Mensa here. Which was too bad because this should have been a wonderful, exciting moment for Mexican-Americans. One of their own was head of the Justice Department, but not so much. But it hasn't been a really great time for white people either. I mean, that whole episode with that, uh, that radio guy, that Don uh, Anus, um, <laughs> that was horrible. Of course, he's back on the air. I actually think that that whole episode with Don Anus killed Don Ho. <laughs> so glad you got that, you know. The younger people, I have to go way back for deep background. Tiny bubbles, ukuleles, anybody? Okay, 
But I was watching Gonzo, and then I'm thinking, you know what? He's the guy that wrote the rules about torture. I think we could help him remember. <laughs> Just a little squeezy, squeezy. But then, as George said, this country does not torture people, <laughs> said the sadist in chief. We export that to other countries and they do it for us. Thank you very much. And then George says, we don't torture people. I beg to differ. I feel like I've been tortured. <laughs> oh my God, seven years of torture. Sleep deprivation. Everybody's on some kind of sleep medication. Nobody can sleep anymore. Everybody's doing Ambien. <laughs> Thank you, I'm glad you're not on it right now. Everybody's figuring out their sleep number. Waterboarding. Please, we waterboarded through Katrina. We did the whole South, hello. I know that you're, you're concerned as I am um, about who's gonna continue the fine work on immigration uh, that, uh, that Alberto started. Because as you know, George, uh, from Georgeville, population George, oh my God. He has been thinking about immigration. Thinking, this just sounds painful, doesn't it? It just sounds excruciating when I think of him thinking. I always picture a constipated dog <laughs> squeezing out the thoughts. Just, yee. So they've been thinking and they came up with this idea, didn't go anywhere, that they would base the immigration policy on a point system, which sounds like Weight Watchers to me. <laughs> get your little slide roll out, figure out how many points you need to get in the country. It's just a good thing Native Americans did not have a point system because a lot of the pilgrims would not have gotten in, quite frankly. <laughs> you know, the pilgrims landed first in Provincetown. Apparently, they were met by two-spirited Native Americans who were like, hello, sailor! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, I love what you're doing with the buckles. <laughs> Usually on your shoes, you've got them on your hat. It's fabulous. Thanksgiving is coming. What is it with that meal? It's the meal that you do not chew. Your teeth never actually meet all day Thanksgiving. I think we should just run an L-tryptophan drip. So I'm all set uh, for Thanksgiving. I have gotten out my traditional Thanksgiving t-shirt, which says, too full to fuck. You know that when you're like, honey, no. On Thanksgiving night, there are not tops or bottoms. There are sides. So they came up with this idea, and it's a good thing I'm already here, I'm telling you. I'm about 171 points short of even getting in the country. I like to think of myself as a guest worker. And actually, if you're in Provincetown anytime soon or over the summer, we invite you to, to join our Minuteman group. Every night we go out and we patrol the border between Truro and Provincetown. We get great outfits and uh, have night goggles that uh, you can use later. And we have a very fun catch and release program. Ooh. So they worked together and they came up with this idea of building a wall at the border. Now it's only 700 miles long. The border's longer. Go around, okay? A wall, because walls work. <laughs> the Berlin Wall, the Wailing Wall, walls work, okay? Walls work and Pluto's not a planet. I'm still pissed about that. I 
took that very personally, that they got rid of Pluto, because I spent so much time in my elementary school years memorizing that thing. My very excellent mother just sent us nine pizzas. Well, there's no more pizza. It's just my very excellent mother sent us nada, and you stop, right there. It was the same time that spinach was killing people. Well, somewhere Pluto was very happy. Although I did hear that they found out what the problem with the spinach was. Apparently, it had been planted downstream from Washington and just went down. <laughs> Tough crowd. So they're putting up this wall. I don't think they should put up a wall at all. I mean, I think they should just put in a 16-lane highway with nice on and off ramps and call it the Lou Dobbs Highway. <laughs> I loathe Lou Dobbs. But the company that is putting up the wall, did you read about this, got busted for using illegal aliens. Uh, <laughs> um, downstream from Washington? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon she's a, she's a consummate performer. Oh, this is me, Melissa Etheridge. You're listening to Women on Waves with Anita on Joy 94.9. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station Joy 94.9. And as well as performing stand-up at numerous venues and festivals around the country, Kate is also the author of three books creator of three DVDs, is a regular magazine columnist and both a film and stage actress. Where does she find the time? She's also made numerous appearances on television, featured on many Olivia cruises and has served as a grand marshal at gay pride parades. Goodness me, the woman's never... Never never out of the news. Well, certainly. Do you know that, in fact, she also performed at the inaugural We're Funny That Way Comedy Festival back in 1997? Oh, there you go. And appeared in the festival's documentary film in 98. She also appeared on Cindy Lauper's True Colours tour in 2008. Now, there's an accolade. And that same year, she, she toured with her own one-person show called Hilarity Clinton. I could have watched that quite easily. That would have been great. It would have been, wouldn't it? So I think we've got time to sneak in another track here on this well, um, very special podcast of mm-hmm. Women on Waves. Even the pigeons have joined us. Because they have. They, they appreciate comedy. So we're going to take another track from Kate Clinton called Misconstrue. Oh, that'll be interesting. Well, I'm sure it happens to her all the time. Um, yes. Hello, Washington. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, as I have for more than 25 years now. I have to thank all of you for coming out. And D.C., I must say, is looking very prosperous. There's scaffolding everywhere. Construction everywhere. Scaffolding is the new state tree. And the sound that you hear, I believe, is the money from Homeland Security sluicing through the pipes. Is that correct? So I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for coming out. The Birchmere. And as you know, Birchmere is the house that fried food built. I know that you're here because of the writer's strike. And you've all worked at your TiVo backlog. So thank you very much for being here. And it's November. Amazing. Although I'm trying to be more positive. 
and I call it Yesvember. Do you see? Yesvember. And I know that next November, when I'm here with you, we're going to have a new administration. <laughs> Please, God. And it's Friday. Congratulations on finishing a work week. Give yourself a big hand. Oh, my goodness, yes, Friday. And I know you've been busy, so you might have missed this little bit of news. I heard on the radio that the legislature from Idaho, <clears throat> they just voted to change the Idaho license plate. Now, it used to say Idaho land of the potato, but now it's going to say Idaho land of the wide stance. You see? And from now on, Larry Craig would like to be known by his drag name, which is Misconstrue. And, uh, and I, I am just thrilled to be here. I, I can't tell you how thrilled I am. Actually, right now, I'm so excited that I am wearing an astronaut diaper. I'm feeling good. I got about 10 pounds of fluid on me, and yet I'm fine. What was that story about? Apparently this woman, who was an astronaut, was in a love triangle. You know what that's like. <laughs> Three or four of you. Anyway, this is a sea of ex-lovers right here. And that's a good thing. And uh, apparently this woman was in a love triangle and she drove her car from Texas to Florida, 900 miles. And everybody was like, oh, astronaut diaper, astronaut diaper. That was the big thing everybody talked about. Now, that wasn't the big question to me. The big question to me was, what kind of car was she driving? She never stopped to refuel. It couldn't have been a Prius. They shoot those in Texas. Just shoot them. But there's a lot of those love triangles going around. I'm quite concerned. There was another story about a woman who was in a skydiving club and she had a rival and she clipped the strings on her rival's parachute and it was <laughs> The show's got sound effects now. <laughs> take a lesson from this, that's the kind of gal I am. I, I think we can learn from everything. And the lesson I take from this is that it's not going well for straight people. <laughs> I couldn't be happier. Um, I don't know about parachutes. <laughs> I've never trusted them. Look, I hope you've enjoyed spending the last few minutes with us here on Women on Waves Laughing Out Loud with the wonderful Kate Clinton. Oh, yes. And um, stay tuned to our podcast page for maybe more. Well, there may be more. Okay, bye for now. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.